you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Well, I'm cool as a cucumber in a bowl of hot sauce. You've got the rhyme and reason, but got no cause. But if you're hot to trot, you think you're slicker than grease. I've got news for you, Cruz. You'll be sucking like a leech. No idea. So what you want, Beastie Boys? Oh, my God. How did I? I, I mean, it's pretty hard to hear any of the lyrics in that song because it's all distorted. Oh, yeah. What's up, Cigar Noise Boys? Dom and Tyler uh, doing a maybe a post-PCA breakdown or just hang out with Ben Lee of Cigar Coop. Dude, that sounded like a DJ scratch. Thank you, Ben, for being here. Um, <laughs> so real quick question. You're still working on editing videos and whatnot, content from PCA. How long do you think it'll be until you're completely done? Uh, so we try to like spread it out a little bit. You know, not, don't do a whole big uh, video dump. Because for two reasons. One, they kind of help drive traffic for longer amount of time. But also because you don't want to put too much out there because stuff will get lost in the mix. So um, it'll probably, like, I'll probably, it'll probably take me, it'll probably a week to edit all the videos. And then I don't, I don't really don't know what the schedule is for Cooper, how many you want to put out per day. But last time we did three, five a day. That was a good, pretty good amount because it, you know, gave us, you know, some good traffic to the site. And we did over like almost 80 some videos this year. Dang. Um, so we're, we're low res this week. Tyler doesn't have a headset or a mic, uh, <laughs> bent on his Call of Duty headset. Do we ever play a game of, on the, the Roma group? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get, are you one of the ones that didn't get banned? I don't, I feel like I played a few games, but I don't remember much from them. You, yeah. you didn't have the full game. You you never you only had the just the war zone. Yeah. Because you're poor. Yeah, we did. Probably. Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah, I came back from PCA last year. Turned it on. I was banned while I was in Las Vegas. Um, Tyler? Yeah. You've been saying this whole time you have a girlfriend. Ben Lee, does he in actuality have a girlfriend? Yeah, so he gets a blue check mark. Uh, nice. I can in person. That's great. Um, Tyler, how was it? What was it like taking her to the trade show? Whereas uh in your past, I guess you would just hang out with the boys. Uh did she think was, you were hot stuff? Everyone came up to you, knew who you were. No, she was because she's uh well, people like her more than me now. So that that's uh I told her this might be the last time you meet my friends. Um, because everybody wanted to know where she was. They didn't want to talk about what I was doing or about me um but uh no it was the most fun i had i mean because yeah it was just a, it was a lot of fun i'm glad she came um she uh she was she actually extended her trip by another day which was pretty dope but um yeah it was uh we both had a lot of fun yeah i invited you out to the compound every night for the, for the show. i know the one time i was gonna go 
I was with Mo and uh, he, because uh, we went to the Luciano thing one night and another night we went to, um, I went to Enfuego and Mo to, to visit an account because they carry it, you know. Um, yeah, I fucking, and Skip left uh, like a day early. So I was trying to schedule to go with Skip and then it never, it never worked out. Did Skip ever make it? No. Oh, oof. Not good for you. Yeah. Usually he goes over here. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I regret not being able to go, but, um, and also too, it was like, I was really, I was exhausted the whole trip because like when I was at the conference, um, Alyssa would be chilling by herself or sleeping in late. And then for me, I'd be going to bed. We'd be, we'd be doing stuff late, hanging out late and shit like that. And then I got to get up early. And uh, so I was always, I was fucking tired the whole time. So. My man. <laughs> um, so this is, I was at the last three trade shows, I think, uh, before this one where I had to work at the shop. How does this one compare to last year's? Better, worse, in what way? Ben, does anything jump out to you? Oh, yeah, I thought it was way better. I, I like this. I, the small footprint was still there, which I really I like that. It kind of reminds me back in our, our TBA days. It felt more cozy. Right? So it, it was just like last year, except for me, there seemed to be a whole lot more people this year. And like, so everybody goes to the trade show, you know, like as the, you know, the days go down, you know, by the attendance gets less and less and less. Like, this year was not like that. This year, I mean, it was pretty, most booths were pretty packed, you know, I say most days. Even the last day, we had to wait on like three interviews that were trying to finish it up because they were still quite business, you know, after taking orders and stuff. So it was still rocking and rolling on the last day, which was, you know, a little bit of a pain for us because we try to get in and see people get these interviews in the last minute and try to squish all that in. But it was cool to see a lot of people in there, you know, still taking orders and stuff. Yeah, I mean it it seemed busier than last year. Um it uh it seemed a lot smaller, like um it seemed I mean it seemed like cause the booth were a lot of them went down in size, so it was like it was very manageable. Um I didn't do much exploring because I was in uh but uh Mo's booth helping out, but um uh, like I don't think it's too I don't I don't like just popping in people's booths because I'm not going to place an order because I don't have a shop. So I don't like my, most of my visiting is after hours at Bar Luca or something, but um, yeah, day four, it, it dropped big time. Um, I mean, but not as much as it drops on other day fours, but it was, uh, there was a steady flow of people. I mean, there's, uh, I think like some of the more popular ones, I think Placencia was always bumping. Um, Tatuaje always seemed busy. Crownheads seemed super busy, but you know, there's uh, or Crownheads, uh, Ace Prime and Ozinger's new brand, um, because there's three companies jam packed in uh, a normal sized, uh, like a medium sized booth. So it was always fucking bumping, but um, and it was weird too because uh, Drunk Chicken had two booths. They had they had their representation in the Sutliff booth next to Mo, 
and then they had a booth um like a bigger booth like their own where they had a guy dressed a guy dressed or a guy or a girl in a chicken suit um i heard like they were i heard to stay away from kind of that area of the show because you were getting a lot of like grabbing you and pulling you in the booth i heard it was like uh the warfighter the drunk chicken and then tony bellato uh la Barba, those were the three like pushy salesman booths and they're all lumped together so like stay away from that area if you're a retailer and that you have a retailer badge but Did you notice on the drunk chicken booth what the, the, the cigar coop yeah. did they take it down did you say yeah. oh I, I can barely hear you my yeah, man ben i'm i'm struggling to hear you too man <laughs> it's that is so weird the tech yeah I don't know why this is the normal setup I normally use when I go on shows. So I don't understand. That's better. Is. That's better. Um, I just project my voice. Okay, we'll just pretend like I'm really weird. I just project my voice. Really you no, know, what I was saying was the cigar coupe sign that was up the whole time was kind of irritating. Yeah, I and when I saw somebody take a picture of that, I almost commented. I'm like, it was. I think Boston Jimmy made a had a picture and posted something, and I'm like. Well, Boston, Jimmy, you're not even at the trade show. I'm like, obviously, this is from last year or year before, because I'm in their booth right now. I see them like they had two people in the booth, but then I didn't realize until I walked over that they they had a second booth. So I'm glad I didn't comment to Boston Jimmy's post because I would have been salty as fuck. Yeah, a lot of people came up, came up to us like, "Hey, did you see the drunken chicken booth?" I'm like, yes, we see it, you know, but. Yeah, it was kind of they like, oh, we didn't know. We never we never heard a cigar coup. I'm like, we interviewed you for about an hour last year. <laughs> only only sites that came to your booth to talk to you. But okay, whatever. You know, that was kind of weird. It was, but they had a they had a chicken, a chicken call on there going off like every fifteen minutes. Did you, see, did you hear that? No. It's it like the, the rooster crowing every like every fifteen minutes. That was kind of freaking annoying. I noticed the booths around us, around them, they oh. were interviewing. They're like, "Oh, it's so freaking annoying." I wish they would turn that crap off. And of course, they had somebody dressed up like a chicken, holding you know, holding the side like you know, the booths this way, doing the twirl like they do the fast food crap. It's like, what are, what are we doing here? Yeah, I told what? Mo that uh, Dom will dress up as a Statue of Liberty, like they do for the taxes. What? No, <laughs> with the on the road with the sign. Yeah, the, no, we'll not do that. Like the Statue of Liberty, get your taxes done here. Seventy-five bucks, no waiting. I wouldn't even do the the chicken thing, and I'm the chicken guy. It's just it's not the right application. Uh, people loved them. I don't know if it translated to orders, but people loved that thing. Did they? People what were people taking pictures with it and laughing? Well, okay, I took a picture with a handheld puppet chicken last trade show. That's it doesn't matter. Um I have no segue. Yeah. Ben, any so you so I, I have to stay in a booth most of the time. Is there any booths that kind of stuck out to you or any of the new brands that you got to know a little bit about their stories that you're interested in? Like uh but there's quite a few um uh brands shown for the first time. You had like Wildfire, you had the Freud. You had, I never heard of Founders before. You had uh, West Tampa. 
her cloth was there his booth was there for the first like where they had cigars actually there um uh tim's new brand ossinger's new brand like is there any of those brands stood out to you um yeah i mean we visited um two that were that were really unknown at first and one was um the howard g line he, oh. he was, they, they were really good like he's had a lot with mike taylor who's a you know the two-time super bowl winning defensive back for Pittsburgh Steelers and then Leon Searcy who's a big fuck he's huge dude he shook my hand it was like you know you know Deadpool he's got the baby hand that's what it felt like when he shook my hand it's so freaking massive dude nicest guys though man they were they were were really good people Um, and he was on Bear's show El Oso Food Martins and he really impressed Bear and he sent him some cigars. He really liked them. So he wanted us to go out there and interview him. And I'm glad we did because they were just, they were really cool people. Um, I We got some samples. I haven't spoke by yet because I've said this before a bunch of times. I'm behind the camera, so I can't really smoke because the smoke just goes billows in front of the camera. It's like there's a big fog, right? Yeah. Smoke screen. So I don't usually don't smoke. So I, I usually save mine. But the, all the other guys, you know, Aaron, um, Coop and Bears spoke their stuff, and they really liked it. You know, one of Leon's uh, sources got like an eight by seventy cigar or something. I, I don't know if that's a great size, but it sure was massive. And it's coming out with the um, uh, what was it, the little seriously? It's like it's based that cigar cut in half. Oh. And Coop smoked it. He thought it was really, really good. What, um, what factory is that? <sighs> I can't remember on top of my head which I wanted to say American Caribbean, but that might not be right. I just that well, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Let me double. I can double check real quick. Um, yeah, but while we're interviewing, um, we're interviewing. Uh, I don't remember if we were at Ashton talking to them, or it was uh, we we're talking to Karen Berger about the cave by Karen with AJ Fernandez. I think that's what it was. And then Aaron was taking photos, right? And he stopped his booth next to him. And it was a um, it was a family-owned company called Codio, C-O-D-I-O. And I'd never heard of None of us had ever heard of them before. And they, you know, Aaron was talking to him, and they had a really cool story. So we actually went to, over there, we got Doug, we had a little bit of time to interview them. And really cool people, all, it was all family-owned. It was all the family there, you know. Um, and they're from the Dominican Republic, and they had a couple of lines that they had never bring to the show out that none of us ever heard of them. So I didn't have any expectations. And I actually smoked. I told him, he's like, you know, you pass this on. What do you want to try? What do you want to try? Everybody that got to me, I'm like, dude, I, if I smoke anything, I need something really small. Because <clears throat> I can manage smoke. If, like it was a petite corona or something small, I can, like, deal with that smoke, just a little bit of smoke, and, like, push it off to the side. Mm-hmm. But, um, but he, gave, but he gave me this, uh, I, forgot to, I forgot what the name of it was now. It was, like, it was a family blend. And it was it, it was really damn good. It was good. And all the other guys had all three different blends. And they all said, this is a really good cigar. And um, I don't remember what blend they all tried out, but it was, it was Codio, C-O-D-I-O, if I'm right. <coughs> and they were, that was a really good one. <coughs> I mean, it's the first time also we was able to go by Jake Wyatt and go by their booth. Um, and that one, was, that one was busy. We had to come back the next day for that one because they, they were had so many people there coming and taking orders. 
liked them for a while now because I got turned on, on to them by Jay Davis of Blues fucking Dallas. He actually gave me, ironically, was our Candel on the Blues. Best Candel on the market. I, I, I don't know. It's if good, I but it's not the best. I, it's, it's top tier. It's definitely top tier. Yeah, it's good. I, to me, it's up there. It's up there. It's like so, like the Jake Wyatt, you know, the Roma Craft Orient. Then you got uh, the Illusioni. To me, is the best. I think that's the best. Okay. But it's it's up there. It really is because it was it shocked. So he was like, "Oh yeah, she could try it." And I was, so we got the Robusto. Just just telling him to give on try this really good stuff. And I tried it. It was like a really. Um, medium body candela. It was it was creamy with a little bit of spice to it. It had a lot of a lot of stuff going on, and it didn't really have that real green vegetal taste, right? It didn't have that. It, it's like the candela just kind of imparted um, a smoothness to the whole profile. It was really good, and I just fell in love from that one. Then I tried all the other lines, and I thought they were all really good. Because when you see it, you think this must be a gimmick cigar because it's all the weird leaf designs they got on them, you know, which actually, when you listen to how they do it, it's kind of a painstaking process. It's kind of really complicated. Um, and, and when you smoke it too, it doesn't, that stuff, those intricate designs they put on their other tobacco, it doesn't come off. You smoke right through it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool how they do it. Yeah, that's one remember. brand that um, I surprised how well it's... Um gotten to the market and shit but i can kind of understand why it has it's got the um little touch the flare of the um like stripes on there and shit like that so it's going to attract people like more the novice smoker i mean because if i i'm not impressed if i see that on a cigar but more of like the everyday smoker um it's you know i think they would be interested to try it and then also that he's in, I think he's in the TAA and he's been around forever. He's got a few shops, so he's got a lot of connections. I could, but um, I'm, yeah, that's one brand that's really, as for a new brand, has really done, really been successful. Are all their boxes the same? Uh, I just have one box of their Candela Le Perfecto and it's like a cardboard material. No, they have other ones, I believe. Okay. How was apostate? Because I know they do a candela. Did you stop by that booth, Ben? No, oh, I didn't. Okay. That's, is that from that Salt Lake City uh, retailer? Utah. You, yeah, that city's in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am aware. Okay. Just, just, all right. Um. Yeah. The the guys in my shop were interested in their story. We didn't bring them in, but it's a maybe. Did you guys bring in anything? Um, so the manager was at a family emergency, unable to go. So the owners, most of them go every year, but it was up to them to make the orders. They played it safe. Uh, so any fun orders will be done after the show. They just got, um, pretty much the meat and potatoes, what sells the shop. Um, since you've been home, Ben, has anything you smoked been really good or anything like that? Yeah, well, you know, you know about this one. That was, you know, yeah, Sumatra. You know, because that's what I've been doing kind of today. Because when I got back home, um, we had to drive down to Tallahassee for 
wife's and they reserves back there. I didn't, I didn't really take much because I'm trying to let them sit. Because a lot of the, you know, a lot of stuff we get in Vegas is so dry, right? Um, I try to smoke one sample, and when I and I had it sitting in my hippie bag, and I still when I cut it, it you know, the cap cracked. So I thought I'll get a couple more days. Today I've been trying to smoke some stuff in between editing video, and this this Sumatra. That is damn good cigar. Yeah. I really like this one. Um, I smoked the uh, Cavalier Inner Circle this morning. Ooh, how was that? Yeah, that was really good, too. I really like that, yeah. Um, Hector Alfonso from Espinosa, he tried it earlier in the show, and he told me, that's a really good cigar. So that's a ring endorsement. And that's the only really two that I've smoked so far. Like, I've got some in a pack here. Like, I've been, once I'm going to smoke after this, it's probably... Um, this is the Maruka Blue with the two tad delight, or, or, or I also had the Alec Bradley uh, double bottle, okay. Which I've heard a lot of really good things about that, too. So, um, the only stuff that I really smoked at this show was the stuff from you know Ace Prime, the Real yeah. Chia, which was fan freaking tested. That was a really, yeah, good, uh, the Bosinius that I had there. It was really, especially when we did it with the wine pairing. Mm-hmm. But it paired one day, it was awesome. It was so good. Um, what else? I had the the Bosphorus, the Ozier, uh cigar, but when we, I smoked it. I thought it was really dry, like from just being on these. So I'm kind of like letting that one, giving it a pass. I want to try it in the wild when they start coming in. Um, I have one more sample that I, I got to get. Um, yeah, for me, for me also, yeah, I really like the the um, the Maria uh, cigar from Luciano. That one was really good, and then the uh, the Patina Sumatra. I, I really liked it in the Corona Gorda. Um, it was good in the other sizes, but Corona Gorda was really good. It's like for me, the Maduro. It's the the precipitation that I. I gravitate towards and in the Connecticut I gravitate towards the Churchill and then um uh but uh, you know it's the whole bell of the ball thing kind of deal that you're you know from Coop uh being on Sogi Geeks but uh I also really like the um fuck uh I just had to tip my tongue Tyler did oh, you but, get an, another haircut since the trade show no okay continue um the foundation um oh the Olmec Olmec uh Claro I love the Claro. You call it Claro or natural? You call it the Claro. Hmm. All right. Unless you know different, I don't know. I know nothing. Yeah, Claro. The Madero was okay. The Claro was really good. Uh, the, the one that I got was a Madero. Okay. That was a little tough because, like, he, his booth was so damn packed all the way to the end. It was hard. Look, yeah. We got our interview in. But he asked me to come back later to get some samples because they were just so they were so busy. And I went back like two days in a row, but the video was always just so busy that I didn't get to him until like day four. And of course, a lot of that stuff was gone already. Yeah, I didn't get any of the new Wiseman sizes to try, but he did give me a Joe Rogan cigar, which is pretty dope. I was wondering if that was just for the picture or if you actually got one. He gave me one. Score. Um. 
but uh, the, the Menelik Toro, man, I had the same problem I had with the box of Menelik's. I had the draw was terrible. Well, that's just that cigar's not for me. It's not my style of cigars. I don't smoke If it's if the draw's good, then it's I love it. But if it's if it's it's like it's the same problem I have with a lot of the Rock Mattel box presses. They're just like the draws aren't very good when they should be good because they're taking out some of the filler to the box press it. But it's like it gets like crunchy. Like I don't. It's hard to explain. It just it's not it's not supposed to be doing. You know. So if you get like I was talking to a retailer, he tells me before he sells the box of Menelix, he if he puts it on the shelf, he smokes one to see how they are, and if they're not good, he ends up just smoking them himself. It sucks. You know, something that's thirteen dollars, you shouldn't. Um, you shouldn't have to uh, do that. Um, another one I really liked was the. Terrence gave me the six by 56 anniversario Maduro for being a big boy. That was really, really flavorful. The retro hail was super, super good. And I guess that's going to be a PCA exclusive and available for a while. I think it's going to be regular production now, but I love, I like the new branding of the Agonorsa stuff. Oh yeah. So another one that it was, it's, it's freaking awesome. was the new delivered edition uh, of the sandwich. Oh, the what? The uh, knuckle sandwich. Knuckle sandwich. Yes, that perfecto. The box press perfecto. Chef's perfecto. choice or chef's? Chef's yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, that was damn good. It's a lot. If, if you like, if you like the uh, the knuckle sandwich, you like this one. To me, it's it's got a little bit more finesse to it. You know, like it just it seems more well rounded. We're going to come out. We're doing. We're doing we did a top five like list of what we're supposed to excited to see at the show. We're going to do a post for a post PCA version. So we're going to see. You know, you know, I'm curious to see how our top fives post PCA to. I mean, a pre post PCA match up to post PCA list. Yeah. See how they are. So I, mean, I know one of mine's the. Uh, what do you guys know about boost hydration nothing all right well we're bringing them in at the shop so is it a cigar see. brand? What is it? No, no, no. Instead of Boveda. Oh, my God. I've yeah. never heard of it. Never actually heard of it. Me neither. So we'll see. I, yeah. I mean, what, you know, that uh, Humida, whatever, flopped. And then the, or the Helio funny. or what it wants to start with the H, that one flopped too, Hydro or some shit. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like something you put in your water. No, I, uh, Triple B, Bob, you met him. He gave me this Boveda hat and I was super stoked. And then I heard that we ordered from Boost instead of Boveda. So we'll see. <laughs> no, uh, not broke. Yeah. Yeah. Orders to be like, made after the trade show. I just like the Boveda packs because, you know, it's easy to tell when they're, you know, they're bats or fun. And it's easy to rehydrate. It's so easy. Especially back when I lived on the Gulf Coast, I would just go set them outside. 
for a day, and they fill right back up again. Right now, it's been raining like crazy in, in the mountains of North Carolina, so I'm, I put them out the, you know, on my little desk here, and it's so humid in the air, they fill back up pretty quick, too. And I just reuse them again. I love that part about it. So, so no, but you can't rehydrate. Like, once it's dried out, it's all over. Yeah. Yeah, let me know how that goes down. Yeah, we'll do. I'm, I'm wondering, because, I mean, even your average customer, I think, recognizes Bovida now. I think they become big enough to where people see that brand around cigar shops. Um, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Check out what Dave West is doing. Small Bash Cigar. New exclusive coming out soon. The Viaje Claudenstein Rises. The first release of that was super good. Bought a box, smoked it all. Regret I didn't save any. But now there's another one. Cigar Noise. I picked up a box of the new Saco one they did. Have you smoked one yet? No. I didn't buy one because I wasn't sold based off the description. Like green peppercorns? What is what does that taste like? I don't I know white pepper, I know black pepper, I know uh, pink salt. What does green peppercorn taste like? I don't know if I've ever had pink. I've had pink peppercorns, but nice. I think green was what Saka said was uh, his tasting note. Mm. But also, mm. I mean, he said it wasn't ready like two years ago. So it sounded like it was a cigar that wasn't blended to be ready and it had a weight. And I don't know. But I've seen good things about it. I haven't tried it myself. I just saw something that it's named what it is because it bit him when he smoked it or something. So I don't know. There's a snake on it. Yeah, I don't want that. I want some hot sauce spice in my cigar. No, thank you. That's like a Lars Teton spicy cigar. I tried the uh, the Crux new the new Crux Habano um, last night. Um, it was a it was a uh, it was I couldn't tell because it was a they had it on display, so it was super dried out, and uh, I did it was flat. So it's a uh, that's you know it's a trade it was on display so i can't but i'm excited for it to come out i really like the stuff uh crux is doing oh i did too it's one of my favorite cigar coverage. yeah and i yeah, they gave us some on like the last day so and i haven't spoken i'm sitting up because they told us they'll you know, give us some time i'm gonna wait on that and obviously that will be included in my top five uh, for many reasons one that it wasn't available to us when we got there the, Seriously, just showed up. So they said, "Wait, don't smoke it yet," which means it ain't ready. So I'm not going to obviously put that on my top five. But it's one that I'm really excited about because I, it, you know, I love the Epicure. So it's kind of cool to see it in a Habato. Uh, I can't wait to try these out, but I, I probably would, won't even bother with it until I see it in the cigar shop. All right, question for Tyler and then Ben: What was a favorite dish that you had? Best uh, could be an entree, could be an appetizer. Favorite thing you ate? Um, we ate at uh, so it was Skip and Arlen, and then Alyssa and I. We ate at Delmonico. Um, that was good. Uh, I had a little uh, a little steak and some lobster bisque. Uh, but now that I think about it, I forgot Mo took. Uh, Melissa and I out to 
a place called Sushi Samba. And I got oh, yeah. like, you been there? No, no, but I've heard of it. It's yeah. Of the yeah, it's in the mall. And I got a uh, a steak and it had like this, um, this like sauce on it or like, like you know, just like cooked with like, it had like juice or something with, I don't know what the fuck, I don't, it's like, like, uh, it was really fucking good. Um, like I compared it to like getting like Thai food and then some of the sauce they put on there. It was like a high end steak with the sauce on there. It was, fu- it was on like a bed of vegetables. So I would scoop some of the, the sauce onto it. That was really fucking good. That, that's probably the top meal. Um, but I like the Monaco too. Cause I, I had some, uh, um, really good, uh, wine it was like 20 years old spanish wine and then uh but also i really like yardbird too so i'm going with sushi samba that's my number one because that steak was good yeah we actually went out uh we didn't do much we had so many like little after pca kind of events to go to i went with the yardbird one night and that's always a winner but i get to say i get the fried chicken every time so that's kind of the devil dance. That's our two top things. So I get that every time. It's really, really good. Um, with the folk at a child one night. And if you've been to a Brazilian steakhouse, you know what that's like. That's meat sweats. 100% meat sweats. Don't wear any pants in the belt. <laughs> Fucking just the toilets. Um, that's it. But I tell you what was the one. I've been to both those places a lot. But we had a little uh, a J.C. Newman kind of cocktail hour after the trade show. And it was, um, I cannot remember the name. It was like a little barbecue place that um, was right there. It was in the Venetian. But then basically what it was, you know, we could, we could get cocktails and, and beers and stuff. And then they were bringing around hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Now, one of the ones they had that was just freaking awesome were like these chicken sandwich sliders. That, oh, my God, they were so good. I mean, it was crazy. With the, that one, they, they, they didn't come around with that. They didn't. They, I had to they didn't even make it across that way, across from here. They were, it just it was just seasoned so perfectly. I mean, just imagine something like you know uh, a Chick Fil A sandwich, but amped up to like turned up to eleven. It was so much. It was just so good. It was, oh, it was pretty awesome. Um, that's like I pretty enjoyed the most. Because other than that, we ordered pizza one night in the house. Oh. No, I know what it was. I forgot. So, net, real close to our house, we had we always get an Airbnb for the developing pallets, and then our team we share it. And Airlumis Development Pallets had found this little Mexican place right around the corner. Um, I don't remember the name of it. It's like Lindo, uh, Lindo, Michigan. I think it's how you pronounce the last part of it. It's actually an area of Mexico, a state of Mexico. And I tried something that bears that his grandmother used to cook that I'd never seen before, but it was carnitas de Coca-Cola. Basically, it's carnitas made with Coke. Mm. And apparently, that's they do this in Mexico. It's a thing they do. Dude, that shit was fire. Oh, my God. It was so good. That actually was, the, was my favorite thing I've ate at Vegas was that. You know, it was just like a one of those comfort meals, Mexican comfort meal. It was just, it was just amazing. It was a really, really good restaurant. It's a chain. I found out later, it's like a chain. It's not a huge chain, but 
you know, you've got them all over the big cities and stuff. Mm. Shit, I didn't know if they made carnitas with Coca-Cola sauce. It was like a really thick, rich sauce. You could actually taste like the sweet Coca-Cola. It wasn't overwhelming, but it was freaking awesome. Ever see that on menu? I hear there's this really good brunch spot at the Palazzo or Venetian. I heard Dave Garofalo talk about it on the Cigar Authority, and I know Skip and Arlen went. I heard it's like the best uh, brunch, like fucking ever. So you have to, it's hard to like get to. You have to be like escorted there. It's on like the 10th floor, but none of the elevators have a 10th floor. So you have to like find the right elevator and shit like that. Barchand or something. Oh, Bouchon. Bouchon, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a division. Yeah, uh, I have, I also went to Hash House of Gogo. I like that joint a lot. Uh, me and Alyssa went there for brunch one day, um, the first day we were there. It's a fun little spot. Yeah, if I remember, if I remember right, Bouchon is um, the owner of it. Uh, Thomas Keller, who's the executive chef of the French Laundry, the famous restaurant. In yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, so no, my last year was Stoker Review with Brian Hewitt number at the trade show. We kept trying to go there and we, we never made it. We was never able to make it for one reason or another. Yeah. Not that not that we couldn't get in, it was just like every, something would happen and we couldn't make it over there. But I yeah, I wanted to do that so bad because like I'm a big fan. So I wanted to try that out. We just never get to it. Yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things about um, depending on when the, I think they're moving TPE, but I might try to go there during uh, TPE. I think they moved the date. Yeah, well, we should be there too at TPE, so we'll definitely do that. But it's at the same time as Pro Cigar in the Dominican Republic. Oh, uh, uh, it's uh, wait, which is a, which is an epic fail, but uh, it seems like TPE is turning more not more away from the cigars. Or now turning it's, cigars, we're emphasizing a lot more stuff. So yeah, it's going to be uh, February 22nd through the 24th. And when it's, look at Pro Cigars, I think it's the same exact time. Um, anybody you know get uh, COVID? Anybody that I know? A shit ton of people. None yeah, of us. Same, same dates, yeah. yeah. Same date. So if you're going to go, I mean, cigar people can go to Pro Cigar over TV. Well, I'd rather just, like, go. It's more fun just to go down there on your own anyways. I mean, I guess if you go to factories that don't open up, but um, the, it's Pro Cigar. That's the one in Dominican Republic, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would go to that. I was talking to Charlie about that. That's the one I would go to. Yeah, me too. I've never been, but it's, it's real damn expensive. Coop went last year. He's, he's going to go this year again, too. So, which, but it's a wrinkle in TPE coverage, so we'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, talk, talk about the COVID. Yeah, so I, we were surrounded by people that had COVID. How, how none of us got it, I don't know. It's crazy. Now, I didn't expect to ever get it because I had it six weeks ago. Oh. So, there's no way I could get it. I still have the antibodies in my system. So I'm like, I tell her about the COVID super soul. Because I literally was around in all of PCA. Like literally everybody I ran into 
and talked to, shook hands with, got COVID. And then I come home, and my cousin had, has moved up to Asheville because um, he's going to move up, or he's staying with me until he finds a place to stay. He got COVID. So I come home to COVID, and then I go down to Tallahassee the day later, and one of the guys at our shop there, I was sitting beside, has a positive COVID that later that night. I'm like, fuck, what the, what's the yes. deal here? I'm getting bombarded by COVID germs, but I'm so far, no problems. But like I said, I don't think I can get it anyway for, for a while. So. It's weird. We, we didn't hear about this last year, people coming home to COVID or during TPE. Like, what happened now? I don't know, man. I, I think somebody probably brought it with them or – so at first we were trying to find out where basically patient zero came from. Oh God! I could see Coop with a a cork board and yarn and and tick us uh, our tacks and shit. What we started talking to people was like, oh, you know, everybody. The, initially, the people that we were talking to were all the ones that were always hanging out at Bar Luca. Every night they were at Bar Luca. Every single one of them. So I don't know if that was the epicenter. Or it was just a really weird coincidence. I mean, if you're going to go somewhere and expect to get sick, it'd be Vegas. Yeah. Either that or herpes, I mean. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying if you're living a, a clean lifestyle and you're still going to get sick, that'd be the place it happened. Most likely. Well, we went to Bar Luca. It was freaking shoulder to shoulder. So. How's, our, yeah. uh, how's our boy Nate? Nate's looking hella good. In the clear? Solid thick tight? He's looking good, man. It's good to see him, man. He he was out there for like 10 days, and he would he got like 15 hours of sleep the whole time he was out there. He's a fucking machine. I can't do that shit. I need my sleep. He'd, he'd be up at... He'd go to bed at 4 a.m. and be up at 7 a.m. Okay, off-topic question. Off of PCA. Ben... Uh, have you been a groomsman before? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I wasn't aware that the groom is supposed to get, not prizes, gifts for the groomsman. Yeah. And I'm looking into knives with their names etched into it. That's what I did. Same okay. Thing. Well, I'm, I'm looking around on websites, trying to find something. I was seeing about, because I'm visiting Tyler and Austin and two weekends uh see if there's any local shop there i can get to do them do you have any brands that you remember that you did with um i gotta remember which because i'm a big knife guy okay uh, i collect i collect knives so i mean you can go you can go simple you can go with like a, ba- a swiss armor knife right everybody can use a swiss armor like i yeah. have thousands and my son asked me, he's like, Daddy, what was your, what's your favorite line? Like, if you just keep one, what would it be? And I said, it'd, it'd be my, what am I supposed to armor It's probably my explorer or my huntsman. Because the damn thing can do everything. It's 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 so useful. I've actually cleaned the deer with my Swiss armor Damn. So, I, you know, it's it's so functional, dude. Like, literally, it can do everything. It's so convenient. It's not scary. So, if you take it out in a restaurant or have to do something, it's, you know, everybody recognizes that from MacGyver, so it's not a scary knife. It, so, I mean, I, I love a damn Swiss Armor, and it's not going to break the bank either, honestly. 
Um, but there's there's so many really good knives coming out, like uh, of China, surprisingly. Used to be, oh, that's junk knives. There's several really good companies that have knives built in China, like Savivi or We Knives or Artisan Cutlery, USP. They're making some really, really good stuff that doesn't break the bank either, you know? And they're like the good single folder knives or, uh, yeah, single bladed knives. Pointing knives that you can etch the blade. You don't have a, a, a big area where you can etch something on the blade, right? So those would be really good. And that won't break the bank either. This, you have a lot of options right at this, at this time. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to look around a little bit. Yeah, I would just buy some, buy some quality knives, and then have them engraved somewhere instead of buying the bullshit. So go to the graving place online and buy one of their knives within the graving. It's going to be some They're shit. marked they, up. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be crap. It's going to be a crap ass knife. And it, you don't, you know, give them something good and just have it engraved somewhere else. At a trophy shop or something like that, you you can find a hundred lazy engraving places. So get you get you a good quality knife. You, know, you can find a shit ton of below fifty bucks. They just have the grades. Cool, appreciate it. Forgot uh, you're coming out. Oh, you didn't plan something, did you? No, no, I'm gonna be here. Okay. I just got a. I forgot, but I think I think Skip's gonna be here too. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not this weekend, upcoming weekend, but next weekend. All right. Good. Cause this weekend I'm going to San Antonio. So yeah, that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah. I got a, I'm, I'm meeting Alyssa's uh, mom. Ooh. Yeah. It's got serious quick. Oh my God. <laughs> quick. It's been almost six months. Jeez. No, it hasn't been. Yeah. No, no way. Like, like two weeks. Dang. I hope I saved a clip from when you first mentioned you were dating her i don't think i you didn't did. mention her right away yeah that was you kept it down low smart yeah. man well, she, she's been real for two weeks <laughs> she's a paid actress all right yeah she's um, been ben with the funniest post again he said uh he can confirm everybody uh, that he can confirm that Alyssa is real and as expected is cooler than me so ben that was funny and it's all true yeah. Uh, shout out to our boy of the week. Boy of the week. Uh, Tyler, you have to come up with uh, our worst of the week. This will be the Bow Wow segment. Okay. Uh, Mitchie Maduro. Mitch commented on my post through my lounge on Facebook. I don't know how he... Maybe he looked up Polonia's Cigar Lounge. Anyway, I made a, a pairing suggestion and he commented his thoughts. Thanks, Mitch. And, oh, dude, I had a typo. I posted on Instagram. I caught the typo, fixed it on Instagram, but it already pushed to Facebook, and I couldn't change it because I don't have access. I was mm. pissed. It was a your. I did the wrong your. Ha. It hurts. That's a comment. That's a comment. I don't think anybody cares. I, I, I teach English. I, yeah. It bugs me. Okay, well, that's really bad. Yeah, I know. I was caught up in the tagging. The hashtags don't work on Instagram anymore. If you do cigar, it just blocks everything, apparently. Yeah. So um, I went to, uh, I visited two cigar shops in San Antonio. One was uh, Cigar Point, 
um, they carry patina on Roma craft. And then I went to cigar international and I'm like fucking like joking. And I'm with Alyssa and, uh, one of her friends from high school. And, uh, uh, I jokingly tell her, I'm like, I wonder if anybody's going to recognize me from Instagram or whatever, <laughs> or I hope I get recognized, like, like fucking joking, you know? Uh, so we're walking around the humidor and uh, a guy comes up, the, the manager, he's like, you guys looking for anything particular? And Alyssa's like, yeah, he's just looking for the one more, this is the last special cigar he needs. And then he looks at me, he's like, oh, hey, that's Viso. <laughs> and Alyssa's nice. like, you just made his night. He wanted to be recognized. I'm like, Alyssa, you're not supposed to tell people I said that. <laughs> so uh, his name is Gio. So I gave him a, he gave us a Cigar International Crown Heads custom hat because they had Luciano and Miguel there a couple weeks ago. Um, and then I gave him a Craft 2022. And uh, uh, this guy named Gio, he moved from Tampa. Now he's running the one of the managers at the San Antonio. Um, it's fucking dope. It was hella busy. There were like 50 motherfuckers there uh, Friday night. But uh, Rosales is going to be doing an event there next Friday. So me and Alyssa are going to go out there Friday and then we're going on a, uh, uh, one of the lakes out there. Her mom got an Airbnb. So we're going to uh, Canyon Lake. It's called, uh, I have a guy who's from at work. He's from San Antonio. He's like, be careful. There's a lot of water moccasins in that lake. So now I'm like paranoid about that. Um, water moccasins? Yeah. So, yeah. The snake. Hmm. Okay, he, he would know. He's from California. Yeah. So it's have... it's a it's a southeast. It's a, they're only in the southeastern United States. So it may, it's a water moccasin or a cottonmouth. It's the same thing. Cottonmouth. Yeah, but so with a they're they're hyper aggressive. I, I fucking hate them. So in my neighborhood, when I was in Tallahassee, you know, my neighbors, I grew up with the I grew up with the bayou, right? I, I've been outdoors all. I'm not scared of snakes. So a lot of my neighbors, we have we had a Facebook group where they were reporting stuff and there were moccasins all over, right? Because there was they, they left like little natural ponds all over the neighborhood you know, for aesthetic reasons. And of course they attract moccasins. And for some reason they would lay out pine straw on the edges for some reason. Well the moccasins love that shit because it heats up in the sun and it gets real nice and warm. So they'll lay on it constantly. So you'll see it coiled up all over the place. Anyway, my neighbors would get, we would get a lot of uh, oak snakes or rat snakes, it's the same thing, or water snakes. And they would say, oh my God, I got this one, it's stuck in my garage, or stuck, it's on my porch, I want to do a porch. And I went, and, I went and got one snake for one person and relocated it. And, the, ever, and ever since then, for three years, I was the snake whisperer. I would go around the neighborhood and catch these snakes and go take them off and release them. Unless it was a moccasin. And I'm just used to shooting a moccasin. No problem. No guns. No guns there. So, you know, I'm running around with a freaking flathead shovel trying Slingshot. to get Yeah, it sucked, dude. That was terrible. But, man, I tell you, they're hyper-aggressive. But when they, they, they'll coil back like up and they'll open their mouth. And their mouth is like super bright white, like a cottonmouth. Cotton, oh. That's what they're called, a cottonmouth. Makes sense. You definitely do not want to be bit by one. Bad. But I mean, they're also a little skittish. 
So, I mean, you just got to, like, so you got to be careful. Like, don't like the Hank get, like, on limbs above the water. Or if, like, the, there's a stump, don't like to curl up on a stump, or if there's floating debris coming by, odds are there's one in a floating debris. So, but, like, if you're just out in open water, you're not going to see them. You're not going to see a moccasin. Oh, okay. Because shit eats them, right? Hawks will come by and grab them. Um, fish will eat bass or a catfish will eat, a, eat one, you know? So they're not going to be in open water. So if you're like on a sandbar or something, you're not going to you're not going to come across them. But if you get near the, the, the reeds in the water, mm. they, they'll be in there. So just stay in the open water. Uh, two conversations ago, but Tyler, I was hanging out with one of my buddies uh, that I lived with a few years back. And he says he loves your Instagram. He doesn't smoke cigars. He only knows you through me uh, when we started the podcast. But he says you're a really funny guy. <laughs> oh, what's his handle? Um, oh, man. I don't know. It's a good question. That's funny. Also, we're at the one hour mark now. Hey, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, we all uh, Sorry, everybody. Uh, our last podcast got cut off quite a bit. Um, I don't know what happened. We'll give a little backstory, but it was me, Benley, and Brandon, and then Dom, of course. And then I had asked Skip if he wanted to be on. He wasn't feeling good. And then, of course, 45 minutes in the podcast, he's like, oh, what's going on? And then he's like, oh, hey, there's Ben. And then Bear pops in, and then Coop popped in. And then uh, uh, we just – we ended up being on for, like, another two hours, but – uh, we did we couldn't record it. it was it was like insider stupid shit it's one of those things like we do a podcast because we enjoy it or that's how you you should do a podcast because you enjoy it but it sucks because that was just for us essentially yeah well it was like the tatuaje one where that was like a three-hour thing too and we can only post the first hour you know yeah but it's like it's like that's why you do like i talked to brandon about it later on and i'm like dude what'd you think man and he's like bro he's like my head's going to explode. Like I'm still processing everything that was said, like, cause it's skip just started dropping all these like facts and shit. And, and, you know, and show me the car facts. Yeah. So what I hated about it was there was a lot of really good content intermixed in there too, but it would do you talk about some heavy editing to get all that right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it is what it is. That was a good time. Yeah, we'll have to get Skip on again. He'll be in Austin for a little longer. Um, he's doing like a a marathon with Cigar Hustler today. We were supposed to have BDP on, but he canceled because Skip came in and they started, they did an hour and then they were like, Skip's like, we got to keep doing it. And then, he, then he's doing the how about that cigar. So I'm, I'm really happy we were able to get Ben because um, Ben does a lot of the round tables. But like uh, developing pallets is doing a round table tonight. And then how about that cigar? So we, we really appreciate Ben coming on. Oh, man, I'm available anytime for you. Um, anything else about the show you want to talk about or any final thoughts or anything? No, I mean, I just want, you know, one thing I didn't really, I don't think I talked about it, but it, it seemed like there was a real positive vibe at this free show, too. You know, like it, everybody seemed upbeat, you know, real, I don't know more friendly just it just had a more upbeat vibe it was it had a really good atmosphere 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the the things I was hearing from the few booths I was hanging out in is uh, where a lot of these cigar shops and a lot of these cigar brands and a lot of these factories are kind of in for a rude awakening that the that little mini cigar boom is over. And if you load it up on bad product, you're going to be fucked. And if you're a brand, a company that over order because of the, the mini boom, you're going to be stuck with a lot of product. Um, I think it's good to be, to be agile and keep your money um, liquid because if you just, if you went in thinking that that COVID um, boom was going to continue, it's not, now with the price of gas, now with the price of rent. Um, I don't know if people are, and then people going back to work. I don't know if people are still smoking the same amount, but I guarantee they're spending less on cigars. I guarantee that, I, yeah, I definitely guarantee they're, they're spending less on cigars. They, they might not be smoking less, but they're buying cheaper stuff. And, yeah, uh, that's that's a given because, I mean, when you're, you know, you're tightening your budget down, or if then it goes to any, any kind of luxury items. That's what a yeah. cigar is. So, yeah, stuff like that. Gym membership, stuff like, you know, you don't have to have. First thing to go. Your daily Starbucks or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you go to Starbucks or like that, instead of going like every day, you might go twice. That's the weird thing too. Like, you, like I'm frustrated because I've been putting away a shitload of money in my 401k and it keeps going down and down. But it's like, I mean, I don't know how, I don't understand how the stock market works or whatever, but it's like you go around anywhere in Austin restaurants and people are still spending money. Like, like they're, there's got a stimmy last week, you know, like every restaurant is full. Everything's a weight. Every shop, every grocery store is super filled. Every gas station, you got to wait. You go to Costco, it's a minimum 20 minutes of waiting for gas. If you go inside, you're waiting in line for 20 minutes, like everywhere, everybody's spending money. So, you know, that's, I'm not the smartest guy. So, but it's like, I just, I just want the, my 401k to go back to what it was because it's dropped a lot and I'm putting away a lot of money and it's not moving. It's moving down. I I can tell you somebody that's approaching 50 to stay the course. Yeah. Keep putting your money in. It'll, it'll come back. It'll, it'll Playing the long game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, it's like when uh when COVID first hit, it dropped like it it dropped a lot more severe than what it did now. And then I knew people who took all their money out at that low point, and then it bounced back towards the end of Trump's uh um. Tenure or whatever, so they lost out on a shitload of fucking money. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, I'm. It's just, it's just frustrating. I don't even check it anymore, but I'll see like on my iPhone, I'll have the stocks and it's all down in the red. I'm like, oh man. Luckily, I have. Luckily, I have a job where I can work as much as I want to counteract the. I just lose out on my free time. That's why it's been tough with the with the podcast and all that. And it's just like it's working a lot and. uh and then not only that, I went from paying nine hundred for a mortgage to sixteen to fifteen hundred for an apartment. So I don't know. But Ben, hopefully I see you at Weasel Fest September. 
Um, yeah. Labor okay. Day weekend, third, fourth, fifth. So. Dude, like about tickets, man. Dope, dope, dope. Dom's coming. He's not no. coming. I'm going to know his wedding. The guy who likes your Instagram. Oh, shit. Uh, Bear's going to a wedding, too. He won't be able to make it. We'll have to eat our queso by ourselves. Yeah, that's fine. It's, we'll have more fun. Weasel Fest 1.5, two weekends from now. Weasel Fest 1.5, yeah. See if anyone else can come. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tyler. I'm not inviting people to crash at your place. We got we got the pull-out calls for you. Oh shit, my mom's been my mom's been working in Austin for like 45 days now. She's got Two more weeks, and she goes back to Milwaukee. I've seen her like three times. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, guys. All right. All right, thanks again, Ben. I'll see you in September, hopefully. And then I'll we'll keep up, uh, keep in touch. God, I can't believe fucking the trade show's already over, man. Sucks. Cry about it later. Oh, Ben, you're muted. Or no, you're not muted. Your mic's not. I actually had a half. Uh, the little slider was like halfway engaged. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, you know, I'm glad it's over, dude. I was so tired. I was, I've was, i never been so tired after a trade show as this one for some reason. No idea why. Yeah. Dude, those fucking new hours, they had sucked. Starting an hour later, ending an hour later, then, run, and then ever, nobody adjusted their after, after trade show stuff. So it was like, boom, 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 constantly going, dude. We didn't get back to the to the compound sometimes like midnight you know? so, oh and you go straight from yeah you go, you wouldn't even go to you'd leave in the morning and not go back yeah that's the only thing about ti is it's a 10 minute walk but you know at 10 minutes just to go from bar luca or it's like you're at bar luca run up for a quick nap or a quick change of clothes like i'm gonna stay it's worth the the 200 extra a night to stay at palazzo versus bar uh ti because just the, the convenience, man. I'll be I'll be staying there next year, I think. Yeah, the only thing I liked about TI was he had smoking rooms. So, you know, if, if like the the watering holes were all just busting at the seams, you want to have a cigar, but you don't want to go out to hundred degree fucking Satan's asshole weather. Yeah. You, know, you, you go to your room and smoke in the AC. That was always pretty cool. The only bad part about it was like Rod Hewitt would have to do some uh stuff for his job at like two or two or three in the morning and he'd always smoke while he did it and i have a CPAP machine so oh. he'd be smoking, and i would be fucking like i don't know what you call the face mask you had the bong and shit it was like almost like that like inhaling cigar smoking my CPAP. i was like you dirty fucker man you just not spoke this one time dude can you wait do yeah yeah other than that was all right, Ben. All right. We'll stay in touch, man. Thank you. Thanks Rock again. Fit. Rock and roll. No problem, man. Anytime y'all need me, I'll be here. Cool. Keep those cigars on ice. Yeah.